Matthew 25, verses 1 to 13. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps but did not take any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oils in jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out. Here's the bridegroom. Come out and meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lights. The foolish ones went out and said to the wise, Give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. No, they replied. There may not be enough for both of us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they're on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later, the others also came. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, truly I tell you, I don't know you. Therefore, keep watch, because you do not know the day or the hour. Now, I love our guest services here at Highfields. I love the fact that we can uh, come together every Sunday. And uh, it's, it's amazing. And it's lovely to see your faces now that we don't need to, to wear masks. It, it, that's great. You know, when we gather each week to, to worship Jesus, it's a little bit like a kind of a picture of what it'd be like when Jesus comes back. When he gathers his people together from different backgrounds, different ages, anyone who's turned from living for themselves and have put their trust in Jesus, they'll be welcomed into his family. And uh, we're going to see a few things from that really brilliant story that Jesus told. It's in Matthew chapter 25. If you've got those uh, green church Bibles around the place, you might want to pull one of those up. Um, You may want to have it out on your phone if you want to, but you just want to listen to me. That's absolutely fine as well. Just the first few verses. Matthew chapter 25, 1 to 13. We're going to see three very quick but really, really important lessons from Jesus for us today. And the first lesson is that Jesus is coming back. Now that's no surprise because that's been the theme of our service. But that is the, the great uh, theme of our passage. The passage talks about a wedding. And a wedding is a great celebration. Has anyone here been to a wedding recently? Stick up your hand if you've been to a wedding recently. Yeah, a few people have. Anyone going to a wedding sometime soon? Stick up your hand if you've got a wedding coming up. Anyone getting married soon? Maybe some, yeah, a few. I can see a few hands of people getting married. Really, really exciting. You know, in, um, in the UK, um, uh, the bridegroom comes to the church at the start, and they're sitting near the front, and then the bride arrives after the bridegroom is here. And uh, in, uh, in the UK, it's fashionable to be a little bit late. So uh, those of you who might be doing that in the next uh, few months, it's okay to be a little bit late. But, um, and they come with their bridesmaids. Now, um, everyone is really excited when the, the bride arrives. But in Bible times, it's a bit different. In Bible times, it was when the bridegroom arrived. And they could be a bit fashionably late. And everyone celebrated when the bridegroom arrived. Now, in our passage, which we've been looking at, and that uh, uh, the young people read for us, uh, there were ten virgins. Now, a virgin is really someone who's not married, a woman who's not married, but we may call them bridesmaids. That's what we're kind of familiar with, people ready for the great wedding day. And there were ten bridesmaids waiting for the bridegroom. Now, do you know what? The Bible is an amazing book because it links up lots of stories. Because this is just a story that Jesus told. But did you know that elsewhere, Jesus referred to himself as a bridegroom? 
Do you know that? That's elsewhere, Jesus talked about himself as a bridegroom. Now, Jesus didn't get married. He lived his life as a single man. But the Bible explains that uh, Jesus is the bridegroom and the bride is his church. So there's a part in the, the book of Ephesians where Paul says that husbands and wives are to love each other just as Christ loves the church and gave himself up for her. You see, Jesus is the great bridegroom and one day he is coming back and there's going to be a great wedding banquet, a great celebration when the bridegroom has come. And that's who, in this story, the bridegroom is referring to, Jesus. He is going to come back one day. He died on the cross to pay for all our sins. If we call on his name and say, please forgive me. And then he rose again to be number one and to invite us to know him ourselves and to put our trust in him. To say, sorry for living for myself. Please, will you forgive me? And uh, then he went back to heaven. And that's where he is now. Now, the fact is, he's given us his Holy Spirit. But life on earth without Jesus here is actually quite hard, isn't it, at times? I don't know whether you find life hard. But if we look around the world, it is really, really hard. People fight like people in Ukraine at the moment. Or people are sad, like people in Ukraine at the moment, or in Russia, or people all over the world are sad for different reasons. Maybe people get sick, and uh, they, get, they, they, they get really, really poorly, like with coronavirus. Or maybe they get sick with something other than coronavirus, and perhaps we, we kind of forget about them, because it's not coronavirus, but they still get really, really sick and really poorly. And maybe, sadly, some people die. And we have to say goodbye to people that we love. Maybe a family member of yours has, has died recently. And, and, and this life is sad and hard things happen. But Jesus is coming back and he's going to make this whole world new. He says he's going to wipe tears away from our eyes. And he's going to make no more pain or sadness, no more loss. It's going to be a great celebration when he comes back. So that's the first lesson from our passage. Just like the bridegroom's going to come, so Jesus is coming back. That's the first lesson. The story goes on. Second lesson is, we don't know when. Jesus is coming back, but we don't know when. Now, in the story, there were 10 bridesmaids who were waiting for the bride to come. Now, who here likes waiting? Stick up your hand, nice and high, if you really like waiting for things. Isn't it? Right. If, no, no, we, no. We, we don't tend to. Some, some of us. Okay. Do, do you find waiting? I find waiting very hard. The bridesmaids to wait and wait and wait. Who likes waiting for Christmas? Yeah, you know, when it's like October, it's getting cold and dark. The clocks change. It's like October, and then November, and then mid-November, then later, and then December. There's still Christmas. It's miles away. Or who likes waiting for your birthday? You've not got a birthday coming up. You know, on birthday very, very soon. Some birthdays over there, maybe. We, we had some people in the first service whose birthday is tomorrow. This is, you know, wow, you have to wait for your birthday to come. Or you have to wait for the summer holidays. And um, can't wait for the summer holidays. And you get to go away on holiday and be with family and rest in the warm sunshine. And waiting for those kind of things is quite hard. But at least you know the date of when it's going to come, don't you? you know, anyone know the date of when Christmas is? Does it change all the time? When's Christmas? Who knows when the date of Christmas is? is it, no, no, over there, do you know the date of Christmas? Thanks, Billy. December the 25th. And it's always then. Yes, if you get to December the 24th, you can say, it's coming tomorrow. Hooray, can't wait. I don't know when your birthday is. My birthday is 28th of January, but you know, your birthday doesn't change. You, you have a fixed birthday, and then when you know it's your birthday, yes, it's my birthday. Or the summer holidays, they come when? Like mid 
July, and then we know it's, yeah, right, we've got some time away with our family. Great, and those things, you've got to wait for them, but you know definitely the date is then. But Jesus coming back, we don't know when. And uh, at Bible times, you know, they didn't know when. And in our time, we don't know when. We don't know when Jesus is going to come back. And that was really the, the point of that story with those uh, ten bridesmaids. They did not know when. They were waiting, waiting, waiting. Some fell asleep. They're just waiting. You know, we look around the world, we think, oh, surely Jesus is going to come back soon. You know, sometimes we look at the, the, all the sadness in the world and think, surely Jesus is going to come back soon. We see all the wars that are taking place. We think, surely he's going to come back soon. And, you know, uh, boys and girls and grown-ups... Over the course of the history of the church, lots of the time, people have prayed, come Lord Jesus. Maranatha, that's what it means, come Lord Jesus. We long for Jesus to come back because we want the pain to end. But we don't know when he's going to come back. We do not know. And um, you know, that's, that's you know, we know he's going to come, but we don't know when. You know, I was at a wedding um, last summer, and um, I explained to you how it's kind of fashionable for the for the bride to be a little bit late. Well, 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 this wedding, the bride came two and a half hours late. I'm not, like, <laughs> I was speaking to her, like, two, I've never seen that before. Two and a half hours late. If some people kind of started to leave, they didn't know what to go on. Now, 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 in Bible times, you couldn't just, like, give someone a phone to just kind of distract them for hours and hours, or you eat some breadsticks while you're waiting. You just got to wait. Now, the bride, I thought, well, the bride going to come? Well, the bride did come, and it's a great celebration, but we don't know when Jesus is going to come. He could come back next year, could come back at Christmas time, could come back at the summer holidays, might be on the 10, 20, 100, 1,000 years, we don't know. We pray, please come back, Lord Jesus, but we don't know when it will be. So what? Because when we come to church, you know, it's interesting to hear stories about Jesus, but we, know, we need to know, so what? What's the purpose of this? Well, that's the third point of Jesus' story. We've seen Jesus coming back. We don't know when, so make sure you're ready. That is the really, really important point of the story. Make sure you're ready. And um, in the Bible story, we heard about ten bridesmaids, five who got some oil and uh, they put it in the lamp because in, in Bible times, you, know, you needed to have um, some oil in your lamp in order to see the way to go. And then five who didn't. And they kind of waited around. They were hoping to borrow stuff. And they were like, what's going on with you? And then suddenly the bridegroom came and they missed out. And it was so, so sad that they missed out on, on getting into to, to being part of the wedding. Even though they had been told he was coming, they just waited around and waited around and waited around. And then, you know... They missed out. They missed out. Hey, no, excuse me, what's going on over here? Dave? Yeah, yeah. Dave, Dave. Yeah. Are you ready? Am I ready? Well, I guess I'm ready as I'll ever be, um, Wilma. I think so, yeah, I think I'm ready, yeah. Um, yeah, hey, have you, you look like you've, you look like you've been to a wedding banquet. How's it been? Yes, I'm at the banquet. The bridegroom came. I was ready. I got to go to the party. Well, Wilma, tell me, what is it like in the wedding banquet? Dave, it is the best. It has the best food, the best music, and everyone is happy and having a great time together. Wow, it sounds like an amazing party. I can't wait to, to go there too. But wait a second, you, there's you, but there was another friend, Fiona. What, you, wasn't Fiona there? Yes, Fiona was here, but she didn't get to come. Fiona didn't get to come to the wedding? Did she get COVID or something? Did she uh, get lost on the way to the wedding? No. 
Did she uh, get distracted playing Wordle on her phone all the time? No. Did uh, her family say she couldn't come? No. She was not ready. Her lamp ran out of oil, so she had to go to the shops and buy some more. And while she was out, the bridegroom arrived and took us to the wedding. Oh, I see. That's a, well, that's amazing for you, but really sad for Fiona. Look, have a great time at the wedding, Wilma. Will do. I think we're going to have cake now. Yippee! Well, bye-bye, Wilma. Thank you very much. Well, that's, that is a reminder. The fact is that you had ten bridesmaids waiting, five got ready, and five didn't. And they tried to get ready at the last minute when the, the bridegroom came. Can we have some oil? No. You can't rely on someone else's oil. You need to have the oil yourself. Do you know what? Boys and girls, mums and dads, whatever age you are here today and friends, we need to be ready for the bridegroom who's going to come. We need to be ready for when Jesus comes back. Not by having oil in our lamp or batteries in our torch. Now we need to be ready by trusting in Jesus and by saying, sorry for living for life for me. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. Please, can I be your friend? You know, we don't get ready to meet Jesus by putting on smart clothes. It's been fun to dress up, and we like to, to dress up for, for a wedding. But the wedding that will happen one day when Jesus returns isn't about what we're wearing on the outside. It's what's going on in the insides of our hearts. And do you know what, boys and girls, what's so amazing about that story is that those five who missed out, a bit like Fiona, were desperate at the last minute. Oh, can I borrow your oil? Can I borrow your battery so that I can see? And uh, no was the answer. You know, sometimes we may think, you know, I want to borrow someone else's oil so then I can be ready. Maybe I borrow mum and dad's oil. And maybe mum and dad can say sorry for, for the, the wrong things I've done. Or maybe mum and dad or my big brother or my big sister can say, thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross. And they love Jesus. And so I can kind of get in on it because of them. We can't get in on it because of them. We, each of us, boys and girls, mums and dads, grown-ups, friends, carers, Each one of us needs to look at Jesus and say, sorry for what I've done. Please forgive me. Please change me. Please will you be number one. Will you take over my life and help me to live for you from now on? And we need to be ready because Jesus could come back in hundreds of years from now, but he really could come back tomorrow. And so every single day when we get up in the morning, we need to think, Lord Jesus, help me to be ready for you to come. Help me to put you first in my life. Not worry about what other people do. I need to put you first. I need to have you as my number one too. Well, I'm going to show you a short prayer. You've listened so well that we're going to sing a closing song. So let's bow our heads and pray. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are indeed number one. You are the king. You've paid for sin. You've risen again. And you offer new life to all who trust in you. And Lord Jesus Christ, we do pray that we would be ready for you. We wouldn't worry about the kinds of smart clothes that we might wear, having oil in our lamps. No, we need to trust in you to say sorry for the times we've said, we've, we've done and said things we shouldn't have done. We say, please forgive me, Lord Jesus. Thank you that you've died and risen again to give me a new life. And thank you that you're so kind that you say, however old we are, however young we are, if we trust in you, then you will welcome us into your family. So please help us to be ready in the lives that you've given us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
We're going to sing one final song before we, uh, we close. We'll have a little discussion as well, just as we wrap up too. The final song is one of my favourite songs. It was written about 20 years ago. It's called In Christ Alone. And it talks about the, the great story of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it has a line, till he returns or calls me home, here in the love of Christ I stand. You, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in our lives. We don't know whether Jesus will come back while we're still alive or whether we'll die and go to be with Jesus. We don't quite know what will happen, but whatever it is, we can know that because of what Jesus has done, we can be friends with him if we trust in his name.